Hello and welcome to the Global City Missions podcast. The podcast is hosted by Global City Mission Initiative. This is Seth Bouchel, GCMI's team leader in New York. And today we're going to be addressing the topic, transitioning between ministry fields. Now, as anyone involved in the missionary world knows, it's a lifestyle and it's a job that's full of transitions, both with you and your family coming to the initial field, uh, with teammates coming on and joining you and then perhaps leaving new teammates coming in and needing to adapt to the culture of a mission team. Uh, and then, of course, the transition between cities and eventually back, usually to the home country or context. It's just a life that's full of transience and a constant need for adaptation. And a lot of the times during this discussion, that's focused in on uh, in the form of culture shock and cultural adaptation. But I think there's some more basic emotional transitions that are happening that I want to address today because our team uses a tool uh, both for those coming to the field and for those current teammates of ours when they leave or transition to another field that's proven helpful. And that tool is not something that we created. We borrowed it from somebody else. But I'd like to talk about it today and why I think it's helpful for missionaries in transition and see if it might not be helpful for you in your ministry as well. And that tool is something that we call the raft. The raft, like several different tools we've talked about in the past, is an emotional inventory that we have people who are either coming to or leaving the field go through, and it's actually an acronym. And so I just want to walk through the different letters in the raft and talk about uh, the stages of transitioning between fields. So the R stands for reconciliation. Uh, before we make any major move, I think it's important that we first take the time to heal and repair relationships which have been damaged or perhaps have drifted off course uh, over our time in the context that we're, we're leaving. Reconciliation is not only one of the clearest manifestations of kingdom life, uh, you know, it's an essential practice that Jesus talks about, but it's also a really important emotional piece before making a transition. When relationships are left unreconciled, they will often fester and they put a difficult emotional strain on us as we're pursuing life in a new context. And so we're really not free to move forward when we arrive in our new location until we've repaired the damage that was left unaddressed uh, in the context in which we're leaving. And failure to reconcile relationships often results in resentment and regret once we get to the new field. So our suggestion is that for those who are entering the mission field for the first time, uh, they might look to their family relationships, relationships with coworkers and friends and neighbors, and see what may need to be reconciled or confessed or forgiven before making a transition to come to the field. Now, those same relationships are true for missionaries leaving the field, but for those who are transitioning between mission fields or perhaps headed back home, the reconciliation stage may also include uh, relationships with financial partners and supporters, uh, their ministry team, church leaders, uh, and really anybody that they've discipled or had a ministry relationship with that's drifted off course. And so reconciliation is the first part of making a raft when we're transitioning from one field to another. The A stands for affirmation, and this is the second stage of building our raft, and it's just the inverse of the last uh, practice. So what we want to do is before we leave the current context, we want to approach anybody who's taught us something significant, who's had a positive impact on our life in a particular season, uh, people who have been particularly supportive during our time in this ministry context, 
And we want to just go and affirm the role these people have in our lives and communicate our gratitude for them and for our relationship with them. And the means of communicating affirmation is not really all that important. It just is contextualized to the person. So it may be a personal note. Uh, it may be a phone call. It may be a sit-down meeting. Really, the affirmation just needs to reflect the depth of the relationship that we're approaching. So the important thing when we're doing this is that we communicate the role that people have played in our lives and that we affirm our love and gratitude for them before we transition away, because it's much harder once we arrive in the new context to communicate that with the same depth, especially once some time has passed. So first we reconcile and then we affirm. The third stage and the F in our acronym is farewells. And what we typically say that there are four things that we need to mourn and to say goodbye to when we're transitioning between fields. And those four things conveniently start with P. It's people, places, possessions, and position. So we say farewell to people, and these are the relationships that we're going to lose in this move. They're not necessarily dying to us, but we will need to think of who the people are that we'll no longer be able to see and maintain the same degree of friendship and interaction with just because of distance uh, and lack of time to really communicate with them in the same way. So we're not saying goodbye to them because we're losing the relationship, but because the relationship is going to dramatically alter with the distance. Uh, these people may include, again, family, neighbors, the children, the teachers of your children, friends at church, coworkers, ministry contacts, etc. But we need to mourn the loss of these people in our lives in the same position that they've been in. The second thing we need to say farewell to are places. And these are locations and spaces that are important to us or to our household. Uh, these places might include our actual home, spots where we've been on a date with our spouse, uh, the place where our churches meet for worship, really any specific physical locations that have importance in our memories and our experiences in the current context. So we want to mourn the loss of these spaces before we transition because we're not really going to be able to come back to them. And even if we do, they're not going to hold the same emotional space for us. And so we need to say goodbye before we transition. The third thing that we need to say farewell to is possessions. Uh, this includes anything that we're not going to be able to take with us when we move. And for a lot of missionaries moving between international fields, uh, that may actually be quite a few things. So possessions might be pets, again, houses, furniture, vehicles, family heirlooms, just any physical objects that carry emotional value but are not going to be making the transition with us. Uh, so we say goodbye to these. And the final thing that we say farewell to and that we mourn is position. So depending on what the transition is, Position might be a few different things. Uh, it could be something as simple as being the person who knows where all the good Mexican restaurants are in town, or it may be being the go-to babysitter for a niece or a nephew. But it also may be something as central as being the leader on the missionary team or being uh, the head of a congregational leadership team. It doesn't really matter, again, what the position is. What matters is that this is going to be a loss of status when we transition to the new context. And so we need to mourn that this is going away, even though it's not necessarily a bad thing. And we need to think realistically about what the loss of that status or role is going to mean for us emotionally as we transition to a place where that same role might not exist. So even though 
I'm talking about this in terms of mourning, it doesn't necessarily mean that any of these things are bad. It's just the case that when we move from one context to another, we need to have emotionally recognized the loss of these things and that they don't come with us to the new context, or at least they don't come with us in the same way. And we don't want to take this too lightly or avoid it. Uh, we want to be preparing ourselves to fully invest in and experience the new things that are coming from our context. The last thing, and this is the T in the raft, is thinking realistically about the end. And that sounds perhaps a little strange, but what it means is being honest and being realistic about the realities of the new context which we're moving. So, for example, if someone were transitioning to New York for the first time to work with our team, thinking realistically about the end probably means understanding how different New York is not only from the place they've lived, but any experiences they've had of it, maybe on vacation or as a short-term missionary uh, on a trip to this city. So they need to consider things like the drudgery and mundaneity of riding the subway every day or the lack of privacy that comes with having to be out in public all the time in a city like New York. Um, they may have to think about the fact that if they already have a washing machine and dryer at their house, they're going to have to use a laundromat once they get to the city. and That's a very different experience. And there's a lot of these small things, both good and bad, that are going to add up to make for an experience that's going to be stressful at first just because it's foreign. And we need to think realistically about what those small things are and and have an accurate as possible picture of what our new life is going to look like in the city. For missionaries that are returning home from the field, thinking realistically about the end means realizing that the home that they left is not somewhere they can go back to. Even if they go back to their same town, their same house, it's not going to be the same place that it was emotionally. And I think most missionaries know that. But one of the experiences that we've had is people that come to the mission field for a short time, maybe two or three years, often aren't thinking about how much they've changed and transformed during that time. And so they're often not prepared emotionally to go back to something closer to the home culture that they originally came from. And they don't realize how different it's going to feel. So, again, thinking realistically about the end, it's neither a positive or a negative thing. It's just to acknowledge the degree of things that are going to change and the degree to which those things are going to change us. And so I would suggest that in as many areas of life as possible, again, children's schools, what chores look like, what our housing situation looks like, what worship is going to look like at a typical church gathering, uh, how our family is going to have to operate differently, transportation, climate, daily schedule, all of these things that can even seem like minutia, it may be good for us to make a written assessment to address what might need to be adapted in the new context, what it's going to look like and feel like and perhaps become. And we're not going to be totally accurate, but this is an imaginative exercise that can help us prepare for the amount of stress that comes from this sort of transition between contexts. So this is the final stage of building our raft. And again, the point is to try in all of this to be prayerfully preparing ourselves in our relationships with others, uh, in our relationships with our possessions and the places where we've been, and then just in our imaginative relationship with the new context. We're trying to do this emotional inventory to help ourselves make the best and the healthiest transition possible from one field to the next. So that's the rafts, reconciliation, affirmation, farewells, and thinking realistically about the end. 
And we found this to be a really helpful tool, again, for both our new missionaries and our missionaries that are leaving the field either for another context or to go back home. Uh, so I hope that it benefits you the way it has us. And please comment uh, with any suggestions or tools that have been helpful for your own ministry uh, in a similar space. Thank you for listening today to the Global City Mission podcast. You can find out more about GCMI on our website at globalcitymission.org or by visiting us on our Facebook and Twitter.